Welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up. I'm Aaron. I'm Nicole. <laughs> this is what I sound like after my throat surgery. No, jaw, jaw surgery. <laughs> guys, Damn it. Guys, that's on Nicole. Um, that is DJ, my husband. Um, Hello. He's stepping in. This is a very special episode um, of Dude That's Fucked Up um, because Nicole's still recovering. And we obviously have a guest on Hi. in her stead. Um, our poor sweet Nicole. She's still, uh, her jaw is still broke and needs to keep, keep, keep healing. So we're going we're gonna to do this thing with DJ. Um, you guys know that I have been married to DJ for a little while. Six years. Five, four, five years. No. Three years. Three, yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> I didn't know either. I was like thinking really Who can, hard. Who's to say? Who's to say? You know, we're married in our hearts. It doesn't matter. It's just a piece of paper. Um, whatever. Who cares? Um, that's not a thing that anybody cares about, but I kind of want to talk to you Me? a little bit. Yeah, you. To get, um, I don't know, just, just to get to know you a little bit better. First of all, big fan of the pod. Oh, thank Let's just you. start and stop there. Thank you so much. Um, I don't think people realize what a weird person you are. Touche. <laughs> no, you're not that weird. You're totally fine. Um, but I know you pretty well, but people out there don't know you that well. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Deal. Um, just a couple, just to like get everybody, get the flavor, get everybody acquainted. Flavor Town? Flavor Town. Familiar? Yes. Okay, this is to do with food. Speaking of Flavor Town, love food. Um, what is the most fucked up thing you've ever eaten? Mmm, probably ant larva tacos okay. in Mexico City. Oof. A seasonal delicacy. Oh my god. Um, imagine what's that one candy that has it's like covered in it's like raisins and white chocolate. Is that raisinets or is that the other one? White chocolate. I don't yeah. know. Raisinets is just like regular chocolate. Then it's chocolate. the other one. There is another one. Goobers? Goobs. But that's like yogurt. Yeah. So, okay. That's the one. So imagine I had said that. Okay. Uh, so imagine that, but like little small little nuggets. Oh, God. And they're pretty crunchy. And then it it's sort of served in like a, like a radish taco, if that makes any sense, which it probably doesn't. I'm into radishes. Yeah. So it's like a little radish like fold over. And then there's these little white uh, non-yogurt covered oh. things. They're a little crunchy, a little yeah. sweet, a little savory. Um, they're delightful. Either that or probably uh, any yak product that I consumed in eastern China. Uh, let's just say I had a lot of yak. Ew. <laughs> yak beer. That was the best one. Makes me want a yak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, gross. That's gross. Um, okay, what about... What about this question? What's the disease you're most afraid of getting while traipsing through, I don't know, the jungle or something? Anything with a burning penis involved. <laughs> Whether that's sensation or in actual, there's a flame on the penis. I don't want it. A flame on the penis? <laughs> like if somebody was to use your penis as like a matchstick? Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair. Um, I feel like that could happen somewhere in the world. That's, that's I mean, the world is crazy. Yeah. You don't know. Please. Um, okay. And this is like the last question. Well, this is just for, you know, this is forced icebreaker for the people. Sure. We're going to get to know you a little bit better mm-hmm. as the episode goes on. Mm-hmm. But this is a question that's pretty intense. And I'm, you probably will have an intense answer for it. So, what's the most fucked up thing you've experienced or witnessed while out in the world? Mm, like something that. Like happened while fell upon me, or something I truly witnessed as a as an innocent bystander. It, either way, whatever whatever comes to mind, um, mm. top like the first thing that okay. pops in your head. Uh, Probably uh, one of my one of my besties, who you know well. Uh, we won't say his name. Shall not be named <laughs> yeah. for fear of retribution or yeah. whatever people say when they give a preamble like that. But like um, people that know us will know exactly yeah, who this it's is. A, it's a classic. It's a club banger. Yeah. Um, it's a poop story, which Ooh, uh, super on brand. We'll probably be excited, excited here. I'll do the short version. Um, so I said, 
Eastern China a minute ago for another answer. I actually meant Western China. That's where that's where things get real, real wild, real turnt. You're like in the wilderness. Yeah, at um, no, not really at uh, elevation. Well, like kind of by, in the, um, kind of in the middle of nowhere, Western China. Yeah, sort of like there's, countryside. There's, but it's China, so there's still an incredible volume of people yeah. there. It's out in um, Xinjiang province, which is the equivalent of the Pacific Northwest, if you wanted to transpose some geography okay, cool. for the old United States. That um, makes sense. So it's up in the up in the mountains. Wait, and, hold on. Um, you lived yeah. in China for... Yeah, I studied, studied abroad. So I say live there to be fancy, but I studied abroad there as a, okay. as a you know, poor, young, wild student. Yeah. Um, so we're out, we're out there, out, in the, out at elevation. I keep saying elevation because if you've ever had elevation sickness i think it's act- like it's literally called that maybe it's not but yeah oh, let's yeah. just call it elevation sickness um, i think i've talked about it on on sure. an episode before yeah, yeah. it's a it's a thing it's real um so it was like a combination of that and <laughs> combination of that and like dehydration sickness also don't know if there's a medical term for it but uh also Being dehydrated is no but like extremely dehydrated Whoa. dehydration sickness is like you actually keep consuming fluids and it doesn't matter It'll either like pass through you or it won't and some kind of like shitty magic happens and you're just like still extremely like dangerously dehydrated. That's like awful. it's it's worse than just like being thirsty. Oof, right? Yeah. Um so a combination of that and elevation sickness, um, and maybe some of the aforementioned yak product that I, I was just <laughs> referencing. Um so I, I prided myself on uh having an iron stomach, like within like th- the first four days of arriving in China, even just Beijing. Uh, I was like the only one that didn't have like extreme diarrhea within like the first few days. So I was, uh, I was talking a big game, feeling stoked about, about my microbiome, I guess. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, our microbiome is different strong. than people who are in, who live in China, who have lived and grown up with whatever sure. food. And, who knows? Yeah. Anything, anything can happen when yeah. you travel. Um, so long story short, we're, we're on a, we're on a bus again at, at elevation on a windy road. Not mm-hmm. a lot of, uh rest stops just to set set the table um and uh my friend oh i almost said his name uh, my buddy my pal uh let's give him a fake name buddy chester <laughs> buddy uh chester buddy all of a sudden just like he kind of like waves back at me i go up i'm like sitting next to him he's like he's can barely talk and i can just tell like things are things oh, are not gonna no. not gonna go well for him um so he kind of like ends up moving to toward the back of the bus. He's like laying down in the back row. Um, he's starting to like turn pale, whatever. Oh my um, God. And we're like two, a solid two hours away from the next stop. Um, so what a nightmare. He eventually kind of like, you know, waves, waves me back. Uh, and he's like, hey, like you need to go get the, our, our little tour guide. Um, and this was like a trip within a trip. So we're, we're only with like 20 people. I want to say as, as opposed to our normally larger group, our, uh, our chaperone was like a 17 year old kid who was just like high out of his mind on hashish, like amazing hashish, but, uh, hashish like the entire time, you know what he was doing? He's a local, like he was cool, but like, I don't know that he was fully prepared to do um, wrangle, like a wrangle, of... like a, any sort of like medical situation. Oh yeah. And Rest assured, this this became a medical situation. Um, so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <It's Edit>. <laughs> it was no. so just violently shits himself. If we want, we can start over. And we can no, no okay. it's too late. Violently shits himself <laughs> on the bus. On the bus, oh my uh, God. and I had managed to give him a a trash bag. Uh, I don't know where like, did that, that was, come I don't from? know kind of like toward the front of the bus right like bus driver had a couple things and one of them was a trash bag obviously for dirty kids and um, for people shitting themselves <laughs> so our favorite people pooping themselves at uh, you know 10,000 feet in western China Whoa, um, God. so he's also he's also just like starting to throw up a lot I'm like <laughs> sitting in the in the seat above him or above him sitting in the seat right in front of him and um trying to trying to play it cool trying to kind of like pe- keep people away from him there is this uh rather attractive female who he had been like kind of angling for the last few days so that game that game was over pretty quick <laughs> well see you later yeah. buddy um and he he hands me garbage bag number one there ended up being two he hands me garbage bag number one and i swear there was like a a, a size 10 boot in it like i don't know like a, it's heavy a real, it's, hefty. It's, it's real heavy 
Um, so the the capper is uh, he he looks at me and he's like, "Hey, you got to get the you got to get the you know the driver to pull over here." And like, mind you, there's nowhere to pull over. You're just like and, on a narrow windy oh, yeah. road in and the I'm middle of nowhere. Like, I'm like, "Yeah, all right, uh, I'm gonna try." And he he looks at me and he goes, "DJ." I don't think you understand the gravity of the situation. <laughs> uh, and oh, I didn't. But, I don't. Uh, I mean, you weren't experiencing it, but you were yeah. like, you were. And how old were you guys at this time? Uh, I don't know, like twenty. Tw- yeah, that's not twenty. Yeah, that's a 20. hard thing to to do when sure. when you're twenty years old. Definitely. Oh, uh, that is traumatic. Poor. Chester, buddy. Chester, <laughs> poop and chest. Wait, that sounded. <laughs> no, no. That's an edit. Don't do that. No, it's staying in. It's staying in. Oh man. Well, that is fucked up. Uh, thank you for that delightful story. Um, well, that's some flavor of DJ. Uh, we're also going to ask him what his fucked up of the week is. Hmm. Fucked up of the week. Um. I guess. To a two folder. Um, I'll keep it short. One, uh, I was judging the GW business plan competition for like the ninth year in a row, which is one of my favorite things to do. It's okay. always just fun to see what the kids are concocting these days. Yeah. Um, one of the startups being presented slash pitched yesterday. I was unfortunately not not in this room, so I had to hear this from another friend who was who was judging. Um, the name of the new venture was Gas Gone. Gas gone. Gas gone. Like your gas is gone. Your gas gone. is gone. Okay. Um, it has gone away. Okay. So I was very excited to see, you know, what, what gas gone was all about and, you know, made my own made my own hypotheses about what it could be. Finally we're getting drinks after afterwards yesterday afternoon. Turns out gas gone is quite literally uh a new fabric that will replace airline seats to filter out farts in flight. <laughs> This is the future it's I the want. Future. I thank God. This is you know how I feel about airplanes, you guys. It's a it's a flying fart tube. It's just farts at thirty six thousand feet. <laughs> fart air. Fart, fart air. It is so gross. This is what we need. We need airline seats. Yeah. Fabric yeah. on the airline seats to filter the poop particles. Which airline do you think would be the first to invest and implement? Um, God, I don't know. Uh, f- f- what is the Israeli one? Floats? <laughs> uh, it's Russian. Oh, it's Russian? I thought it was... Aerofloats. Aerofloat. <laughs> but floats means farts in Hebrew. Oh. So it's fart air. That's, I mean, that's, why I, thought, that's why I thought it was... Jewish, the- Russian. It's very niche. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, wow. And, uh, yeah, that's, a. Uh, that's terrible. I mean, yeah. it's great, it's, but did they win? Nope. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't. <laughs> and then part two is just my underwear situation. We've come to <laughs> come to a crossroads. Uh, uh, every day I wake up and DJ's getting ready for work, he's just really upset every morning. I'm just never comfortable. Yeah. It's always, if it's not tight enough, then you'll get your bunch around the thighs mm-hmm. or maybe in the back. Okay. And that's frustrating Terrible. when you're sitting, especially. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the front bunch is... <laughs> tough when you're walking around okay right but then if it's too tight we don't need to explain why that sucks but it sucks (laughs) so i'm in the market for some new boxers wait no can you explain why that if it's too tight what what do you mean because it will constrict my thunder oh okay okay thank you i was just kidding i wanted to here you're talking about your dick. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> JK. Um, um, so if anyone out there has any recommendations, I was gonna I'm, say, I'm in the market. I was going to say, if anybody has uh, some some rec- recos for some good chonies, let us know. Boxers, not briefs, obviously. I'd like to have a second child. <laughs> Ideally with you. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, man. Well, that's those are two really fucked up things. I, I'm sorry. Well, um, actually, the Gascon, I think, is pretty great. GG. GG. Um, Publicly traded. Love it. I love it. Um, well, since the last time we've recorded, I haven't recorded in a while. I'm pretty rusty, if you couldn't tell. Um, but we missed a lot of news. We're not going to go through it all because it's all fucked up. But suffice to say, California's on fire. Um, and it's just, it's just all bad. We're not going to go into that. 
But sorry we didn't touch on some of the crazy stuff that's happened because everything that in the past few episodes has been pre-recorded. So we're back to the current timeline. So who knows what's going to happen next week. But we're, we're, we're back up to a normal timeline. Um, and then aside from that, that's all fucked up. Have you noticed how much my hair is falling out? That's a hard no. <laughs> you haven't? No, of course I have. I just, why would I? You haven't seen would I say? Yes. the hairballs that have accumulated in the... I've seen your shower work. Okay. You guys, my hair is falling out at a rate that is terrifying. Uh, and bad news, my armpit hair grew back. It wasn't growing for a while. Damn it. And... Oh, like you care. You don't look at my armpits. No, I'm not an armpit man, as they say. <laughs> a pit guy? I'm not a pit man. A pit master. <laughs> pit master. <laughs> um, well, I'm just, that's my fucked up of the week is just how much my hair is falling out. It's uh, it's rough. And I hope I don't go bald, you know? Got to get that uh, Propecia going, I guess. I don't know. Before we jump in, do we have any business? I don't know what that means, but you guys always say it. Um, I thank you for um for doing that. Uh, we don't have any real business. Just that um, we might have to do another episode or two with you. Shit. <laughs> um, Shiza. Shiza. Until Nicole is feeling better. Um, sorry for the sirens. Uh, let's see. City, guys. Oh yeah, check out check out our Patreon. It's uh, DTFU Podcast dot com or no that's our website <laughs> i swear i we do don't the, have any business it's, it's just go to our website that's where you'll find everything um nicole's usually the one who's like telling everybody the business um yeah that's it so you guys since we are back up to our normal timeline back on schedule thanksgiving is upon us the best it's the best holiday best holiday I I think it's one of the best. Has to be. Like short, it's sweet, it's food centric. And yeah, and you watch, you know, football day. Perfect time of year. It's fall. It's great. You get your your pumpkin pie, you get yep, your turkey. Yep, yep, yep. And you know, you can kind of I feel like in these modern times you can kind of make it whatever you want, yeah. which is great. Um but maybe you're going home for the holidays. Maybe people are coming to you. Or maybe you're you're staying home and playing video games and not doing shit, and that's fine. That's great. Do whatever you want. I hope it's wonderful. But if you are going home for the holidays and you need your own space, it's kind of hard, especially if you're like, I don't know, you're trying to sleep in your childhood bedroom. The, the fucking bed is terrible. Maybe you have your new girlfriend, boyfriend. You want to do some sex, some bloated... Too much red wine and turkey sex. Or your robot companion. What are those called? <laughs> a real doll. Real dolls. <laughs> yeah, you brought your real doll to your family Thanksgiving. Introducing the real doll to the fam yeah. for the first time. <laughs> hey, don't don't shit on that. There's I'm not. All right. Well, I'm interested. I'm in the market. Oops. Um Yeah, maybe yeah, you, you wanna have some privacy with your real doll and or your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, your part your new your new fuck buddy. Can't do that in your in your old childhood bed. That's weird. No, no, no. It's not cool. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe that's your kink. That's cool. Whatever. Uh, or maybe your parents still won't let you sleep in the same room with your partner of seven years, even though you're like over 25 and you, get, you guys have been together for a long time. That's weird. That sucks. Um, maybe, you know, your grandparents or your parents live in Hill House. What's that? The Haunting of Hill House. I don't know. And it's is this one of the shows that you watch while I'm? Of course, it is. Traipsing about the jungle, getting burning penis. Yeah. BP. Uh, yeah, maybe the house that you're visiting is haunted as fuck. What are you gonna do? Or maybe you just don't want to fight with your racist family. Maybe you need to get away. Maybe you need a break. Maybe like your uncle got too drunk and you started fighting. You need some space. You need to go to your corner, recharge. You know, come back the next day for leftovers and not kill everybody. So what can you do? You need to not stay under the same roof as your family sometimes. And if that happens, maybe a hotel is convenient. Maybe it's not. But also, another option, you guys, Airbnb. We love Airbnb. Newest. Oh, my voice is great. (laughs) Fuck. Hard edit. (laughs) Nope, staying in. (laughs) Uh, Nicole, that's staying in. Thank you. Damn it. (laughs) 
yeah so sometimes a hotel though is just like not doable but airbnbs can be very affordable um and i was about it, to make a joke about they're going to be the newest sponsor of the podcast i wish that'd be so cool but yeah. we don't have any sponsors because we nobody i mean there's people that listen but we we're not there yet um and first of all, before we get into this topic, okay, it is about Airbnb and all the fucked up things that happen in Airbnbs um, or like a home away, VRBO, whatever, a rental situation. A modern rental sitch. A, a modern re- rental sitch. Um, when you stay at an Airbnb, it's wonderful, usually, most of the time. And first of all, I'm not going to, I'm. I want to say Airbnb is great. We're not shitting on it. We, in fact... Love it so much that I mean I've been I've been a power user for years and years. I was actually big into uh, VRBO, Vacation Rental by Owners, what mm-hmm. that stands for. Before I believe it was acquired by HomeAway, we were rocking VRBO back in college before years before Airbnb was even a thing. Yeah, it's the the thing that makes Airbnb special is the platform is like way easier to maneuver and and just easier to book on and stuff. Yeah. They figured that out, but, but it's been it's been an option for a long a long long time. I've been a big fan of it forever. Um, honestly, there's something about the obviously the extra space, but there's something so manufactured about hotel hotel life versus having your own backyard or maybe a hot tub or a yeah. nice kitchen. You go to the local grocery store. It's just a fundamentally a different experience. There is something about staying in someone else's home. It's almost like I I'm. We'll take better care of an Airbnb than I will a hotel room. Oh yeah, right? for sure. Which is that's probably kind of messed up in its own right. But yeah. it's like I I want to like leave someone else's home in you know great condition, right? Even though even if they're a a pro Airbnb renter and that's their thing, right? And yeah, it's gonna get clean just like a hotel room would be cleaned. But I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, uh, humans are disgusting. are gross yeah. and disgusting, and the sooner people realize that, the better off we will all be. That's true. I agree. That's uh, thank you for that TED talk. It's it's real. Done. <laughs> um, I don't know. We've just we've but we have always had great experiences using it. Yeah. Like we totally. whenever we travel, it's usually the more affordable option. Like hotels are. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a hotel. Don't get me wrong. There's something wonderful about ordering room service and you know walking around naked in your hotel room and. But you get Uber Uber Eats now, and like what you can pay for a nice hotel. That's true. Throw that at an Airbnb and you got yourself a stew. That's great. It's great. It's all good. It's all everything. Whatever you can do, it's great. But um, when we when we travel, like I said, it's it's the it's how we have a good, I think, travel experience. But that being said. What if it isn't always great? What if it's not a fun, sexy time for everybody? What if? It's happened. We're going to talk about the worst Airbnb fuck-ups, and we're going to also give you some tips to avoid the nightmare scenarios that we're going to talk about right now. Real quick story before we jump in. Um, My biz partner, Zach, we can actually say his name, uh, because he didn't violently shit himself in Western China. (laughs) he about four years ago, uh, he had just purchased a condo here in DC, and he was aggressively renting it out on Airbnb specifically. Think for I don't know three hundred bucks a night, let's say, right? Um, on a whim, uh, some folks, some beautiful minds of our uh, creative team who report to him, uh, decided to hatch a little plan to uh, pretend to be uh, Vivid Entertainment, which is. <laughs> A uh, a top adult entertainment name, if you will. Uh, yeah, they so, make porn. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so they they call or they submit uh, for a, a rental inquiry, right? And they don't really say anything at first, and they're like uh, real vague. Yeah, a little, little vague, and they like send a, a note in in the submission. They're like, "Hey, we're like we're looking to you know maybe like shoot something. Um, so happy to talk about price." And I'm in the back office, and I. But this plays out over the course of like three days. It was a beautiful long, long con. Wow. Maybe a a level long con. A medium term, a medium con, a yeah. med con. Uh, <laughs> so Zach's just coming back. He's like, hey, so like these guys say they want to like shoot something. I don't really know what it is, but they're saying more money. Like, you know, should I do it? And I'm like, absolutely do it, man. Take the money. 
Uh, and then they're like, because okay. you're like in on it, like you know. I actually did. I didn't, didn't know, know at first. Oh. I didn't know at first. I I found out kind of right before the reveal, so I could pretend like I knew the whole time, uh-huh. which was nice. Um, so, anyways, he uh, he finally like looks up. Then he looks up the name, and they had submitted under I think like the CEO of Vivid Entertainment, which like oh. wouldn't make any sense for that you know level to yeah. be submitting the like the daily booking for yeah um the you know nurses shoot they or should have like gotten deeper into the linkedin yeah, i mean no they <laughs> did it because whatever it was it made sense no it's um, good it's good so finally he's just like all right i think this is a porn shoot like do i <laughs> do i do it like I, it's it's no right it has to be a no but then he's like and then he's like they offered like eighteen hundred dollars per night to do it like plus cleaning <laughs> Also, like his apartment or the condo, you've seen it. It's like brick metal wood. It like looks like it could be. You could definitely could you could shoot a scene in that you kitchen for sure. You could shoot, yeah. <laughs> in front of my salad. So that's the it, reveal. That's the joke. reveal happened, and boy, it was. Wait, what a day! But what if what if he would have like accepted it? What if he would have been like, cool, yeah? I think at that point you got to commit, and we got to hire actors. You got to you got to shoot a porn. Produce the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> He's just on Pornhub looking That's... to see if you can find his apartment. You can filter by geography. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, poor. Let's do it. All right. Let's well, in. let's jump right in here, you guys. All right. So, like I said, there's lots of horror stories about, you know, just things going wrong in Airbnbs, around Airbnbs. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm using Airbnb as like the general term of a, a online rental situation. Uh, like kind of like, I guess, how Ubers become like synonymous with ride sharing. Kleenex is actually a brand and not That's right. a category. Yeah, I mean, I use Lyft, but whatever. Um, so there's a lot of horror stories. And this was a main concern that people had when Airbnb first started. They were of like, course. what the fuck? How are you going to just like let a stranger come in your house? People get murdered on Craigslist. I know. Like that was the that was the vibe. That was like the main concern, um, which it totally makes sense. It makes sense. Um, for the most part, it's usually OK. But sometimes humans are garbage and do fucked up stuff. So let's just tell a couple stories that are going to make you cringe and maybe second guess renting your place on airbnb <laughs> no 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 to be clear we've never rented our place no well, fuck that. we fucking live here man yeah and we have a baby and all that we stuff. all of our shit is here if you have a situation where you're like kind of temporary let me be like a flight attendant yeah. or something i don't know um and you just don't have like a lot of like personal stuff and you're in and out and it's just a place to lay your head it might make sense um or you actually have a vacation home that you don't frequent all the time and you need to make money off of it that'd be cool do it usually it's great usually it's safe usually it's totally fine but here's some stories where things were not fine um so this is this first story this is one of the actual first batshit stories that's ever happened in airbnb's history like this is like Mm. the first time they had like the justifiable like naysayers were like see told you so Told you this shit wasn't a good idea. And had to invent a robust insurance policy. Yes, exactly. This is, I think, where this, where all the new, the implementation of the insurance and all the stuff came from. Um, This happened back in 2011 when Airbnb was like a baby startup. Um, So this woman named EJ rented her San Francisco apartment. And this is probably when it was just only in Uh San Francisco at the time. Um, And her experience really like i said summed up the worst fears of everyone who was suspicious of airbnb in the beginning um so i I can't really explain it i'm just gonna read some of like directly from her accounting of this (laughs) um so she rents it out to these people they seem totally fine um and the only thing that was strange was the name of the person it was Chester. No, it's the name was DJ Pat Urson. Like no, no, like DJ, and then the last name Pat, like P A T T R S O N. There's no E R. Like capital R. No, like no. I'm just saying, like there I was see. no E. There was no E before the R, Got so it. it was like obviously like spelled yeah. wrong, maybe. Um, and then the email address associated with this this new guest was without virtual dot no reality at gmail.com 
Yeah, so that's obviously a fake email. And but it, she goes through, gets her gets the guest in there, and she'd been like corresponding back and forth with the person that was running the place mm-hmm. while she was out of town. And um they like thanked her like coherently and then it seemed fine, but then she gets home and her house is fucked. Like totally fucked up. So this is what she said. Destroyed. Destroyed. As I recall. They smashed a hole through a locked closet door and found the passport, cash, credit card, and grandmother's jewelry I'd hidden inside. They took my camera, my iPod, an old laptop, and my external backup drive filled with photos, journals, my entire life. They found my birth certificate and social security card, which I believe they photocopied using the printer copier I kindly left out for my guest use. My God. They rifled through all my drawers, wore my shoes and clothes, and left my clothing crumpled in a pile of wet mildewing towels on the closet floor. Um... Then the kitchen, they got to the kitchen. She says, the kitchen was a disaster. The sink piled high with filthy dishes, pots and pans burnt out and ruined. Comet cleanser was dumped everywhere. The kitchen counters, wood furniture, my gorgeous new bed frame, my desk, my printer, all were doused in powdered bleach. The death-like smell emanating from the bathroom was frightening and still is. And the bathroom sink was caked with a crusty yellow substance. Um, And then the last little bit. They did weird stuff too, moving things around in a spooky, psychotic kind of way. Creepy little things that I am still discovering as I dig through the wreckage, like cutting the tags off my pillows and hanging a painting of Paris on the wall that I never hung before. Whoa. Yeah. I think that's meth. That's like (laughs) insult to injury on top of insult to injury. Yeah. It's so fucked up. So she like didn't know what to do. I mean, obviously, aside from filing a police report, but she got in touch with Airbnb and was like, yo, you guys need to fix some of the shit you have going on here. So they um, they implemented a trust and safety department, which they didn't have before. Um, they enhanced the tools that verify user profiles. Obviously, mm. that needed to change because you can't get through with like a fucking fake email anymore. Right. Um, and they implemented the the insurance option, which they didn't have before. You know, that reminds me of, um, I haven't watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in probably four or five seasons, uh-huh. but like five years ago, uh, they when they were doing, you know, they always like invent like weird drugs to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's like an ongoing thing in the show, as I recall. Yeah. Um, they like go to someone's house to like intentionally fuck oh, with yeah. them. And it's like Frank and Dennis, I think. And they're on like whatever drug they've invented. And Dennis is nail gunning. <laughs> She's like in the walk-in closet, and he's nail gunning his shoes to the Wait, floor. Wait, was that the Halloween one? Uh, I think so. I oh know. my god! So he's nail gunning his shoes to the floor, and then he like he's like tweaking. And he like walks downstairs, and Frank's like rocking back and forth with a whole bunch of papers in front of him, <laughs> and he's like, "Frank, like, what are you doing?" <laughs> he's like, "I'm doing his taxes wrong." He's got... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's been fucked for like four years, <laughs> and Dennis is like. Oh, Frank, that's some long-term shit. <laughs> so fucking so genius. So did these people do her taxes and file them incorrectly? I mean, probably. That's what it sounds I think like. they did everything it's, else. It sounds like like they were at they were in an episode of It's Always Sunny yeah. and just like completely like fucked up her life in Fuck. like the weirdest ways possible. So yeah. So that's the only silver lining is that Airbnb like totally revamped it I mean, had to happen. Like it had, it had to happen at some point. This was fairly that, egregious. It sucks that though this was like so insane that, no, like, that it pretty extreme. Yeah, this poor woman had to go through this. So she also um recommended that they institute a twenty four hour customer service line because she mm-hmm. had to wait like fourteen hours to Ugh. hear back from them when she first filed the complaint. So Airbnb now is you can get a hold it's of good them. Good to go. It's good to go. Good that to go. that was two thousand eleven though. Yeah. Um now this isn't so that sucks poor woman we are how many years removed from that now six seven seven yeah Almost i don't, can't do i can't do math very well um so yeah they've been around pretty long they have it we have it wired um but still still fucked up things are happening um the more people that get on the platform too the more probability you have of like shit going sideways so um this and there's so many stories you guys there is so many stories but this is one of my personal favorites that i've read um so this happened in 2014 uh and this was a this is a dude who he rented out his uh his fancy chelsea apartment in new york so like nice neighborhood nice nice apartment beautiful location um 
and seems like everything is fine. This The guy that he rents it to, he claims he is in town for a wedding, and he needs a place for he and his in-laws to stay. Um, well, that's not true. He was actually <laughs> renting it out for an orgy. Perfect. Now, there's so many orgy, orgy stories, but the reason I like this um, this orgy story specifically is because uh, the name that he put on the ad for his orgy, he, like, blasted this out, like, I don't know, on, like, Craigslist. A or MailChimp a- template. <laughs> on a MailChimp, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he called it, he, he put an ad out for his sex party and called it Turn Up Part 2, <laughs> The <Perfect>. Panty Raid. <laughs> yes. Oh, I got that. <laughs> You got that mail check? I got that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> HTML, um, email. Yeah. Fucking awesome. It's great. Um, and then somebody else who was really excited about the party tweeted about it and also tweeted out the, like, host, uh, like, physical address, like, where it was going to be at. So fucked up. But that guy called it Triple X Freak Fest <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> I, that was, like, that was the hashtag? Or? I, I guess, no. He just was like... Yeah, stoked for this triple X freak fest that or something. Does not hold a candle to turn up to panty raid. Yeah, turn up. Not like the vegetable turn up, but like like a turn yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. Turn up too. Yeah. So so. Because that implies that the first one was, was a success. A success. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what the theme of that one was, but this one is the panty raid. Yeah. So. Oops, sorry. <laughs> guys, Jack Our just son burped. just burped. He's cool. What a cool guy. Um, so the host doesn't know about any of this, obviously. And he was planning on taking, you know, a few days out of the, out of the city. Mm-hmm. But he had come, he had gone out to dinner and before he was going to leave, he uh, left his luggage at his apartment and he was going to come back and grab his luggage. But the, the guy who's running the place didn't know about this. He didn't tell him that. Um he so he comes back from his dinner before he heads out of town to grab his luggage and he comes home to see people being escorted out of his apartment all these people half dressed like half naked and just do they have like the masquerade bird masks probably on? they probably had I always some associate weird that shit. with uh panty raids oh definitely eyes wide shut yes yeah um, so yeah, the building management's like escorting all these strangers out of his half dressed strangers out of his apartment. And the guy that <laughs> the renter who is like do putting on the orgy, the turn up part two organizer, if you will, he acted like it was no big deal. And he was just like having a having a normal night. And he was like, I don't get why everybody's so upset. We're just having a having a party. And it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. We're having a turn up. Um, turn up Tuesdays. <laughs> and so he claims that it was a, a quiet get together and that the host and the and the apartment management were overreacting. And uh, the New York Post, like when, you know, they they were interviewing him and they and he was like, oh, I just had six people that were friends and family. Um, and then he said this about the. Wait, why would he say? Family. I I don't know. His aunt Bessie's like getting getting turned up. I mean, I don't know how you party with your family, but I think that's totally normal. So yeah, he's just he's so he goes about the the host. He's making a big to do because he's being evicted. Like he's saying, like he's like, why is he, why is he making such a big deal that I had this weird yeah. orgy and got him evicted from his apartment? Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> um, that guy's a piece of shit. So crazy. Um, insane that people are that just brutally stupid. Um, so that's why that's my favorite, just because of how he how he reacted sure. after. Um. So what about you? What are your favorites? I mean. I got. I have a one and only. Okay. It's um, it's been a few years now, but this happened to someone that I know and someone that we know. Um, we've we've known known them for a long time. Uh, also, not going to use their names, just like the um, Chinese diarrhea story for the best. Um, but there is this is uh, public domain because it was written about by a few different. A few different publications. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best summary was from Pando.com, 
and this was in November. Oh my God, November 18th. It's the anniversary. This was November 18th. I can't tell you how many times it's happened where we've yes. started talking about something and it's creepy. That's crazy. That is creepy. November 18th, 2013. This is the five-year anniversary of what the title of this article is named. Uh, Airbnb host left violated after busting fanny pack-clad male prostitutes in her apartment. Oh, my God. That's yes. the name of the article. That's the name of the article. I know that we're supposed to go with sex worker now. Yes. But the name of the article was Airbnb host left violated after busting fanny plaque. Fanny plaque? <laughs> it's hard to say. Fanny pack-clad male prostitutes in her apartment. Dude. Okay. So... We know these people. We heard the story. She was able to she was able to laugh about it once there was, you know, a few weeks of breathing room because it was a pretty a pretty wild, pretty wild ride. Yeah. Uh, and this includes uh looking up the uh the website of the uh gentleman who <laughs> the gentleman who had uh had rented the place. Um, let's just say that was its own rabbit hole and wild ride. Just what, what's the what website? Were. Do you, does it, I don't remember the in... URL, um, but they were, as I recall, uh, marketing services that ranged from uh, four hands tantric, tantric massages, <laughs> which I guess would just be two people Sounds unless great. it's, you know, one person with two hands and then two <laughs> other people with one hand. Just like... Four people using one what, hand. Four people with one hand. Uh, and then something called, it was the the ass blaster. What could that be? It was like a, a cranial massage, which means like a bald man oils their head up. And, and puts it in like, a butt? Not like in. I don't think it could go in. But you like, never know. <laughs> I mean, as advertised, it was just like a, a surface level graze, a grazing, if you will. A bald, uh, a bald head butthole. A bald head butthole grazing. <laughs> um, okay, I digress. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait. You just like rub your head like I on a know, butthole? Man. I don't want that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. Keep going. Pando Daily. Is it Pando or Pando Daily? I think it's both. I think it's Pando Daily. It's Pando Daily, but it's Pando.com. Okay, okay, cool. It is. That's right. It's Pando Daily. Okay. So the woman... Quote, woman who's in her late 20s and has to be identified only by her first name, Nicole. Again, public domain, so we can mm -hmm. say it. Discovered not our Nicole. Not. <laughs> can you imagine? A different Nicole. <laughs> it was actually Nicole. Yeah. Uh, discovered last night that two men she had rented out or placed to via Airbnb turned out to be not as trustworthy as their 17 positive reviews suggested. See, man, that's how you know. That. That's fucked well, up. I don't know. Two middle-aged men who Nicole asked Pando Daly not to name for fear of retribution, classic, had previously rented Nicole's place while she was out of town with no incident. Satisfied with their first stint in the one-bedroom apartment, they rented the place again for an intended eight-day stay this week. Oh, this is the second time they rented her yeah, place? Yeah, I wow. forgot about that. I don't know that I knew that. That's right, crazy. Yeah. Uh, but when Nicole met them at the apartment on Sunday night, something seemed a little off. Whoa. The men didn't have any luggage with them, she noted. When she asked where it was, they said it was in their car and they'd get it soon. The two men looked hippie-ish, Nicole said, but that wasn't what made their appearance disconcerting. Quote, The thing that really made them look creepy was that they're wearing fanny packs, she said. <laughs> she returned to her car where her boyfriend was waiting, now husband. Mm -hmm. uh, he also sensed something was up. Quote, They're drug dealers, he said, noting the absence of their luggage. They're wearing fanny packs. They're definitely drug dealers. <laughs> How rude! What's uh now the, now the fanny ist? now fanny packs are like all the rage. What would be the ist for like like druggist? It's being a druggist. <laughs> I assume it. You get it. Yeah, okay. I get it. That's not funny, uh, <laughs> but it kind of is. Uh, when they returned to his apartment, he did a Google search for their cell phone number used by one of the men to book the house. Smart. Yeah. The results turned up a website that sent Nicole's boyfriend <laughs> into fits of laughter. <laughs> Uh, okay, I have to admit, there's actually a word here that I don't know how to pronounce, so I said fits of laughter instead. <laughs> it's per... per Paroxysms? Per yeah, what the fuck is that? It's like a... It's, it's a fit. Am I an idiot for not knowing what that word is? I mean, yes. Damn it. <laughs> no, that's a... How do you pronounce it? Paroxysms? Why would that be a word we would use here? Okay. I don't know. It's just, you know, what uh, a panda daily trying to be fucking fancy. He went into paroxysms of laughter. The site, which we're not disclosing here at Nicole's request, describes an array of male-on-male -male nude massage services that the men provide, 
including therapeutic, erotic, and tantric options. Whoa. Services listed on the site, which range from $125 per hour to $300 per hour, aren't described in explicitly sexual terms, but the language, which stresses, quote, erotic joy and, quote, erotic edges, certainly <laughs> seem to suggest that such activity is in the offing. For a little extra, you can try a session called, oh, it's in here, perfect. You can try a session called the Ass Master, not the Ass Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it really that different? It's not. Uh, I mean, photos and videos on the site that feature full frontal nudity and general contact also suggest that this is not your run-of-the-mill massage service. The men offer discounts for customers who agree to appear on video. Whoa. Whoa. The date on the site's calendar said the men would be in Washington, D.C. to offer their services on the exact dates for which they had booked Nicole's apartment five years ago today. Five years ago today. In order to provide more proof in case of eventual confrontation, Nicole had one of her friends send a text message to the men, ostensibly soliciting a, quote, four-hands massage at the place. Also, super smart on their part. They were not fucking around here. That's love, really smart. Love how they dug around to, to get to the bottom of this. Love it. When the friend did not immediately hear back from the men, Nicole decided to call them herself. I just want you to know that I'm cool with your massage business, she said, but I can't have you bring any clients over to my apartment. They assured her they would not. Also, respect how she was, you know, yeah. she's not judging. She's no, just no saying, judgment. Just don't. not really interested in ass blasting in my abode. <laughs> Please don't ass blast on my bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. However, five minutes later, they responded to her friend's text message telling him he could come over on Wednesday. Uh. Nicole, could not, Nicole could not abide the lie. She called Airbnb's customer service, which now was fully in effect after the 2011 incident we already covered. That's right. And asked them to have the men evicted. Airbnb representative canceled the reservation immediately, called the men to tell them they had to be gone by morning. Not immediately. Like, they could stay the night, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Airbnb has apologized twice, paid Nicole in full for the eight-day reservation, and promised to pay for a cleaning service. Nicole said she was impressed by Airbnb's response and follow-up, but she was left, quote, very disturbed by the incident. Quote, I really don't think I'm going to use Airbnb ever again, she said. Most people are normal, but this, but it seems really easy for something like this to happen. Whoa. Jack's crying. She noted that the men gave great, had great reviews on Airbnb. Quote, the place was kept clean and taken care of. Read one such review. No loud noises or disruption. Uh, no ass blasting. I made that one up. Uh, one outlier review, however, did at something less agreeable. It just had one, it just had one line. Quote, it was very difficult to clean up the oil marks. Dude. Yeah. Fair. Quote, I feel completely violated and I don't want to sleep in my own bed, said Nicole in her own review of the experience to Panda Daily. I don't know what happened there and burning the sheets ain't going to cut it. <laughs> the fanny pack incident, all capitalized by the way, the fanny pack incident, <laughs> comes at a tender time for Airbnb, which is embroiled in a legal battle with New York, blah, blah, blah. This is 2013. They're yeah. actually still... Still, uh, going. still going through some, some crazy litigation in a few different municipalities. Anyways, um, it's like less engines and it's a rare. About 10 million guests have used Airbnb since it was founded in 2008. So I thought it was 2009 or 2010. So it's, it was actually started in 2008. Um, it is true that such imaginative use of accommodation is not confined to Airbnb rentals. Important to note, we're focusing a lot on Airbnb here, but it's a big, a big marketplace. It's true. For instance, clients of the quote DC Madam, remember that one? Yep. Uh, who operated a famously high-profile escort agency in the nation's capital, most regularly used hotels in the Marriott chain, according to a roundup of the top ten uh, ho. Oh, that's a thing. Top ten most ho-friendly DC hotels. How is that? That's rude. <laughs> is that like a? It's a JD Power. <laughs> <laughs> They're what, uh, what they have ho associates. What fucking associate came up with that in JD Power? Um, okay, skipping to the end. Nicole returned to her apartment this morning to find it empty and clean. The man left behind only one token of their visit. What was it? <laughs> it was a red foam clown nose with dark hairs stuck all over it. Its history remains untold. End of the story. Holy shit! Uh, so it's we upsetting, I know. do have to. <laughs> post you have to show the oh, yeah. the clown nose photo oh that's going on instagram for sure. and the caption is the ass masters <laughs> the ass masters token photo provided by nicole <laughs> and it's a it's a red clown nose uh and there are some i have to be honest i don't think they actually look like pubes they look like long long just, hairs just hairs just hairs or maybe straightened pubes could be straightened pubes maybe you don't know who knows 
Who knows? Who's to say? Who's to say? Wow, that is that's quite a story, and I can't believe we know the, these people. We know that them. this happened to. Um, it's so crazy, guys. It's a wild world out there. Everybody, be careful, you know. And there's a couple tips I think that we should say to avoid this from happening. I think you want to, like tip number one, obviously, if you're renting out your Airbnb or you are rent, you're renting an Airbnb as a renter, you should always check the reviews. If there's no reviews, that's a red flag. You don't want to, you don't know. You don't know what's, I mean, everybody's got to start somewhere, but still. Fake reviews though. You got to pay pay those fake reviews. Those fake reviews. <laughs> no, no, no. But honestly, like you have to be, you have to be careful. And I think having the having reviews and it, going over the reviews is is something that you need to do to keep uh, keep your eyes wide open. Lest your ass be blasted. Lest your ass be blasted. And then I think too, um, another good tip is you want to make sure the pictures are like seem real sometimes people post fake, fake pictures sometimes you know if maybe they're like stock photos you never know or they just are totally misrepresenting what their place actually is you just never know um and then another red flag and something that you need to be careful of and even with all these you know good having normal pictures having uh good reviews you could still have a bad experience but um i think another good tip is to make sure that you the person you're either renting to or renting from is in is constantly communicating in a in a timely manner definitely um because that'll set the tone for if something does happen you want to make sure that you can get a hold of them um Either way. So those are my tips. I don't know if you have any. Nope. That's Good it. luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Go get them. Go get them. <laughs> go, go Airbnb it up, guys. Yep. Um, it's a great it's a great thing for for traveling. Um, just, uh, you know, be careful. Also be- a big fan of Airbnb experiences. Oh, my God. Do now. Love Airbnb experiences. Like we did a walking tour in Lisbon. Yeah. And we drank six hands tour. It was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> the ten hands, ten, ten hands tour. Ten hands tour. We were touched by ten hands. So many hands. Um. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. What Thanks about- for having me. This was super fun. It's so fun. So fun. So um, can I just we'll swap me in for Nicole and I mean we're good. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she'll be back soon. In the meantime, um, just uh, keep being excellent to each other. Jack, you have anything to say? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Keep being excellent to each other and yourselves. Sure he peed. Yeah, he did. He, he's he's a pee machine. Um, take care, you guys. Bye. Bye bye.